Welcome back to the Fit-ish Project, where we make fitness and health practical for the average person like me and you. It is your host, Lathan Bass, and we are back this week with another episode. Probably telling my voice, I sound a little bit better than last week. When I got on last week for the episode, I was talking about how I just you know, wasn't feeling that great and was kind of stuffed up, a little congested, a little bit sick. And it turns out that I actually had COVID for the third time. So lucky number three. I've had COVID three times, and this last time was probably the worst of the three. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but I did have a temperature for a couple of days and just didn't feel all that great. Had some pretty crazy body aches, was just very sore and just kind of beat down a little bit, but started feeling better towards the end of the week and up and into the weekend and uh, feeling much, much better at the start of this week. So got through that and we are back and I'm feeling good, ready to go get you another episode this week. So the topic of the day is something that I did a podcast on a while back and it got a lot of good feedback. So I thought that I would do another episode similar to it. Basically, I'm just going to talk about 21 underrated fat loss tips. With the new year coming up, you know, a lot of people will have weight loss goals, fat loss goals, uh, fitness goals. And like I said, a lot of those things are centered around, you know, losing weight, losing fat. So I thought that it'd be a good time to throw this episode out there and, uh, you know, just provide some good value. Because even with, you know, all the information out there, it still seems to get a little bit confusing and people really struggle with fat loss and especially with actually sustaining fat loss. So I've been able to try a lot of different things throughout my 100 pound weight loss. And now with working with and helping other people to lose fat, it has provided me with a lot of good insight on things that work pretty well, and some things that don't work very well, or maybe even some things to avoid. So um, that's exactly what I plan to do in this episode 21 kind of rapid fire tips that I'm going to throw at you and, you know, give you a little value. So that is the plan with this one. Um, there's three main topics when I think about fat loss that I like to split these up into. So we have food, food nutrition as one. We have exercise and kind of training as another topic. And then we have like our lifestyle and mindset category as well. So I'm going to give you a handful of tips from each of those three different categories. So if you find some value in this and maybe you want a little bit more of this similar kind of content, I actually put together a whole PDF all about fat loss tips. 101 fat loss tips that I've kind of been in the making of putting together for the last eight years of losing fat, working with other people, figuring out things that seem to work pretty well and things that don't work very well and put that together and put it into a nice little easy to read PDF so that you can use that and you know get a lot of good information, some good knowledge and some good tactics from that if your goal is fat loss. I had the idea of putting that together because when I started out with fat loss, I just, I really didn't know all that much. And so basically I wanted to put together a book of just nice little tips that you could implement fairly easily and just different things to think about of somebody who was just kind of starting out and maybe didn't really know what to do and wanted some direction. So that's exactly what this is. Just a lot of different tips, um, methods, things like that, that you can try and Quite a few of them you can use literally, you know, just starting that day. Like some of these that we'll go over today, you can put into action right away and start using them to benefit yourself. So if you're interested in getting that, just shoot me a message on Instagram. Um, you can find my Instagram link in the show notes of this podcast episode um, or just follow me over at Bass Built Fitness. Pretty easy to find. Shoot me a message, shoot me a DM and just say something about the 101 fat loss tips and I will send that over to you 
100% for free. So getting into this episode, 21 underrated tips for fat loss. Number one, realize fat loss is a forever game. Most people do not have an issue losing weight. They have a problem with sustaining weight loss. So remember that when you get frustrated and think about trying something stupid, for example, fat diets or detoxes or diet teas, which never work long term because sustainable methods means sustainable results. If the methods you are using don't seem like things that you can see yourself doing for years to come, or they aren't helping you build better habits or better discipline, then it's probably not worth doing at all. Because as soon as you go back to your old habits, you're going to gain the weight back. This happens time and time and time and time again. People use really stupid methods. They use really dumb programs or very extreme programs, extreme diets, and they'll see weight loss initially, but then they gain all their weight back. So if you gain your weight back or the progress that you made all goes away, was it really successful? Well, in my opinion, no. So use more sustainable methods so that you can actually set yourself up to build better habits to actually sustain your results. Number two, can't lose if you don't quit. Fat loss is hard sometimes and it will likely take longer than you want, but as long as you continue to put in the work, you can't lose. Pretty simple, but if you don't quit, you can't lose. The work just needs to be done and the work is probably going to take a considerable amount of time. It's probably going to take a little bit more time that you want, but you have to understand that the time is going to pass regardless. So how you choose to use that time will determine on whether you stay in the same spot that you're in right now where you're probably a little unhappy maybe you don't have the energy that you want to have you don't feel as good as you want you're not as confident as you want or if you choose to use that time wisely and build better habits and start cultivating a mindset that helps you get to where you want to get well you can be a lot better and happier more confident version of yourself down the line so understand the time is going to pass regardless how you choose to use that time is going to play a big role in how you feel number three Understanding losing weight and maintaining weight are two different things. Most people don't have an issue losing weight, but they have a really hard time maintaining it. So focus on creating good habits so that you can sustain your progress once you actually reach your goal. So here's a crazy stat for you. Six out of seven people who diet will be able to lose weight successfully. So that's pretty high percentage, right? Anybody who tries to get on a diet, six out of seven of those people will actually be able to lose that weight. But here's the kicker, 90% of those people will gain all their weight back, which means one in 10 out of all those people will be able to sustain their weight loss and the rest will all gain their weight back. So what should that tell you? It means that sustaining the weight loss is the actual hard task. And the reason I think is because again, people use really unsustainable programs or really unsustainable methods, unsustainable habits. So you have to cultivate a mindset that allows you to do these things in a way that you can see yourself doing them for a long time. You're doing a bunch of stuff that's unsustainable. Well, you're going to have unsustainable results. So number four, set proper expectations. Most people's actions don't align with their expectations. If you want to lose 50 pounds, but you only exercise once every two weeks and you eat fast food twice a day, it's unreasonable to be upset when you don't achieve your goal. This is something that I see all the time. People have a really unrealistic view of what it actually entails to make fitness changes. And a lot of it is due to social media and really poor information and just things that you see in the news. Uh, but poorly managed expectations are a huge reason that people quit. So I'm here to tell you, if you're going to go after some fat loss, there's a couple of things that you should expect. And this is not to 
you know, deter you from trying to lose fat because if that's a goal you have, you can absolutely do it, but you have to understand there's going to be some tough things that come with it. So expect it's probably going to be a little bit slower than you want. Expect it's going to be hard sometimes because anything worth doing is going to be hard at times. Uh, you're going to want to quit sometimes because when it gets hard, sometimes the easier option would just be to quit. But if you keep going, you can feel better and you can look better than you ever have. I'm a prime example of that. I was in a spot where I was very unhappy and not super confident, not in a space where I wanted to be physically, mentally, any of that stuff. But through dedication, through creating better habits, through building myself up over time, I'm now in a place where I'm much happier, much more fit, more in shape, more confident than I ever have been. But you have to make sure that you have the right expectations going into it. You're not going to lose 50 pounds in three months or completely change your life in six months. It's going to take quite a while to see some good progress. So something you should expect. But again, as I said earlier, the time is going to pass regardless. So how you choose to use that time is your choice, but you're going to have consequences or results either way. So why not use that time in a positive manner? Number five, use other methods to measure fat loss besides the scale. Things like progress pictures, body measurements, how your clothes are fitting, how you feel, fitness and strength levels, confidence, all those things are really good measures of whether or not you're making progress. Because if you only use the scale to measure your progress, you're rarely going to be happy because the scale doesn't really tell the whole story. The scale is going to fluctuate. The scale is going to move pretty slow, probably slower than you want it to. And it's the scale is also not entirely within your control. You can do all the right things and the scale still might go up the next day. And that's not based on things that you did. You know, there's just several reasons for that. So you have to understand that the scale just strictly measures your weight on that day. It doesn't measure how many inches you lost. It doesn't measure how much extra energy and how much better you feel. It doesn't measure how much strength and muscle you've gained. It doesn't measure how much better your clothes are fitting. It doesn't measure how much better you look. It doesn't measure the amount of confidence that you now have. And it doesn't measure how happy you are. So to base your happiness or your progress or your success on you know, that one single number is just setting yourself up for failure. So understand that there's a lot more to it than just what that scale says. Number six, find ways to manage stress. Higher stress levels make accomplishing goals that much more challenging. That includes fat loss goals. Things like listening to music, meditating, laughing, going outside, hanging around good people, really anything that causes you to relax more is a good thing. Excess stress typically makes everything more difficult, which includes fat loss. The goal is not to never have stress because that's not practical or possible. The goal is just to find positive ways to manage that stress when it happens. So that might look different for you. You know, I listed some examples up there, but there's tons of different ways that you can reduce and relieve stress. But find a couple ways that work really well for you and implement those whenever you need to. Number seven, realize that motivation comes from taking action, not the other way around. You will not always be motivated. This is something that you need to understand, and this is something that you need to expect, especially when you're getting into fitness, because a lot of people think they need to be motivated in order to do the things they need to do, and it couldn't be further from the truth. You will not be motivated every single day, and there will be quite a few days where you are not motivated at all, but the people who see the best results are the people who are able to do the actions regardless of how they feel on that particular day, and once you realize that, understand that, and start to practice that, and start focusing a little bit more on discipline and less on motivation, you're going to get much better results and you are going to be able to reach your goals. So again, understand motivation isn't always going to be there. You still got to find ways to do it regardless of that motivation not being there. 
Number eight, more is not always better when it comes to intense training. Two to four times per week is a sweet spot for a large majority of people. Now, I'm not saying that you can't exercise or move your body every day because activity every day is great, but you do not have to crush yourself every single day with intense workouts because that's actually going to be counterproductive to getting the best results. You need time to recover, you need time off, and you shouldn't be smashing your body and really beating yourself down every single day because, again, that's going to be counterproductive and you're actually going to get slower results if you do that. Number nine, follow a training program. You will see better results, plain and simple. If you are doing random workouts, you're going to get random results. Following a structured and well-thought-out training program is going to be very helpful. When it comes to fat loss, you probably should be doing some sort of structured strength training. And the best way to get the results that you're after is to follow a good plan. If you need a program, shoot me a message on Instagram and I will send you a free one. Number 10, when you don't feel like working out, follow the five-minute rule. The rule states you can stop the workout as soon as you finish the first five minutes of your workout, but you must complete the first five minutes. The funny thing is that once you start, you'll want to continue and you will rarely ever finish that first five minutes and want to call it a day because the fact of the matter is the hardest part is always getting started. You know, there's that old cliche saying that the heaviest weight at the gym is the front door because once you get into the gym, once you get going a little bit, maybe get a little sweat going, get your heart rate up, get in the gym environment, you're going to want to work out. So the hardest part getting started, use that five minute rule. If you really want to leave after the first five minutes, you're free to leave. But I promise you, once you get going, you will not want to leave. It's just a little psychology trick, little mind trick you can play on yourself to get yourself going on those days where you, you know, you're really struggling. Number 11, there are 168 hours in a week, which means you likely spend less than 3% of your week actually working out and exercising. That means how you spend the other 97% of your time will make a massive difference on the results you get. I point this one out because some people think that you can out-exercise a bad diet, and that's just not the case. A majority of your time is spent outside the gym, not exercising, so you need to make sure that you have those other things outside of the gym in order if you really want to see good progress. Number 12, people who lose fat and keep it off for good live an active lifestyle. This means moving in some form or fashion each day. Now, again, I didn't say you have to work out every single day, but moving your body in some way is going to be very beneficial. And studies show that people who are more active have a better chance of keeping the weight off. So if you want to lose weight and actually keep it off, you need to implement an active lifestyle. This could look different for a lot of different people. My best advice is to find some active things that you really enjoy doing. This could be walking, running, biking, hiking, sports, anything outdoors, just anything that really gets you up and moving is going to be positive. Again, this doesn't mean you have to crush yourself every single day, but get up and move if at all possible most days. Number 13, progressive overload is the key to building the body you want. Lift more weight for more reps with better technique over time. That's how you will see the best physical changes within your body. So when it comes to fat loss, a lot of people's goals is they want to look a certain way. That's at least part of their goals. And if you want to look a certain way, if you really want to see physical changes within your body, well, then you probably should be doing some sort of strength training. And if you're doing some sort of strength training, then the one principle that you need to follow is progressive overload. As I said, this just means lifting more weight, more reps, better technique over time. If you do this, it's going to cause your body to change because your body needs some sort of stimulus in order to change. But if you're not giving it a strong enough stimulus to change, for example, more weight, more reps, better technique over time, then your body has no reason to change. It has no reason to build muscle, build strength, 
and look different. So if you want the best results, strength train and use progressive overload. Number 14, do not eat back the calories that you burn from exercise if fat loss is the goal. You aren't burning nearly as many calories as you think. So fitness trackers are super popular now, Apple Watches, that sort of thing. And all those things are great. I wear one myself. And one of the functions on those things is it tells you how many calories you burn. But these things are not very accurate when it comes to that statistic because you can't really measure that very accurately on somebody's wrist. So if you're eating back those calories that your watch says you're burning, there's a good chance that you're probably eating too much, which if fat loss is the goal, it's probably not what you want to be doing. So do not eat back the calories that you think you are burning from exercise. Something that I see people do all the time. They think they have a really good workout. They burn a bunch of calories. And since they burned all these calories, they figure they can go out and eat this huge dessert or eat a bunch of extra food and they end up not getting the results that they want. So keep that in mind. Do not eat back the calories that you are burning through exercise. Number 15, eating carbs won't make you fat. Eating fat won't make you fat. Eating pizza won't make you fat. And eating ice cream won't make you fat. Eating too many calories is what makes you gain fat. This is actually good news. This means that you can eat literally anything that you want if it's done so in moderation. Now, obviously, the key word there is moderation, but you can eat pizza, you can eat ice cream, you can have alcohol, you can have sweets, you can have desserts, as long as you are doing it in moderation, and you can still lose fat. I lost 100 pounds doing all those things. So understand that it is absolutely possible to have those things, to include those things in your diet and still lose fat. And for most people, this is a good thing because overly restricting or trying to completely cut out those things just really isn't a practical thing for them to do because they want to enjoy life. They want to have those things in their life. They want to have those things in their diet. So being able to incorporate those things in moderation allows them to get the best of both worlds where they can be fit, lose fat, all that good stuff, but still enjoy their social life, still enjoy the foods that they love. Number 16. How often you eat matters a lot less than we used to think. So just pick an eating style that allows you to be successful. If eating five times a day is easier for you to do, do that. If eating twice a day is easier for you to do, then do that. The biggest thing, as I stated, is figuring out a method that works well for you, for your lifestyle, for your goals, for your preferences. And once you find that routine that works well for you, just go with it. Number 17, your genetics, your hormones, and your metabolism are most likely not the reason you are struggling with fat loss. Most people just aren't consistent for long enough to actually see solid results. So if you are consistently eating in a calorie deficit, you will lose weight. If you are not losing weight, it's because you are not in a calorie deficit. Sometimes this is unknowingly happening. Maybe you're eating extra calories or underestimating how much you're actually eating. Maybe you're not exercising as much as you think, and this leads to not losing as much fat as you think. So if you are somebody who is really struggling and you think you're doing all the right things, I would encourage you to really track your calories and take a closer look at the amount of food, the amount of snacks, the amount of liquids and things that you are consuming on a regular basis and do that for a good two to four weeks. Be really, really strict with it. And I promise you, you will figure out that you are not eating in a calorie deficit if you are not losing weight. Most people, again, they think it's something that's wrong with their genetics or their hormones or their metabolism, but Again, it just comes down to consistency. 99% of the time, it's consistency. Number 18, if long-term fat loss is the goal, don't think of it as a temporary diet or a temporary fix, but think of it as a lifestyle change. If it's not a lifestyle change, your results are not going to last a lifetime. I can't really say it any more simple than that.
Number 19, it's never the one meal or the one day of overeating that derails your progress. It's all the days that follow after you've decided, screw it. Don't let one day or one meal turn into one week or one month. People who have the best results, the people who are the most fit, the most in shape, who seem to you know, kind of have it figured out are the people who get back on track the fastest. It's not that they never indulge. It's not that they never overeat. It's not that they never you know, have pizza or have ice cream or have those things because I promise you, most of the people that you see who are fit, they enjoy those things too, but they just get on track sooner than most other people. So again, they don't allow one day or one meal to turn into weeks or months. Number 20, include foods you enjoy. Even if they aren't considered the most healthy, it rarely works trying to completely eliminate foods you enjoy. Reason being because overly restricting works until it doesn't. And a lot of times it just ends up backfiring because it causes people to binge eat, overeat, creates bad relationships with food. So if there's foods that you really enjoy, you do not need to overly restrict them. You just have to learn to eat them in moderation. Finding ways to eat these things in moderation, again, is going to be that key to being able to actually enjoy your diet, enjoy your life, enjoy your social life, and hit the goals that you have around fitness and health. And our last tip for today, we have number 21, eat more whole foods rather than hyper palatable ultra processed foods. In general, whole foods are typically much more challenging to overeat than processed foods. For example, think about how hard it would be to eat four pounds of potatoes. Well, there's about four pounds of potatoes in a bag of chips. Do you think you could eat a full bag of chips? Probably. Could you eat four pounds of potatoes? Probably not. Just goes to show you hyper palatable foods are much easier to overeat and they typically have more calories in them, which again is probably not very conducive to fat loss. Now, I'm not saying that you can never have these type of foods because I eat these foods too, but you want to base a majority of your diet on these whole more unprocessed type foods, things like proteins, fats, fruits, vegetables, those sort of things are all whole type foods. And an easy way to follow this is to use the 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time, you're going to focus on your whole, more unprocessed type foods. Again, your fruits, your vegetables, your proteins, your healthy fats, those sort of things. And then 20% of the time, go ahead and have whatever you want, your alcohol, your desserts, your pizza, your ice cream, your cookies, your cakes, any of that stuff. Again, this allows you to focus on those good things for the most part, but you're also incorporating some of those other things that maybe aren't quite as healthy, but you still want to enjoy on occasion and in moderation. If you can do this, you're going to feel better. You're going to look better. Your health is going to be a lot better and you are going to put yourself in a much better position than most of Americans who typically right now on average eat about 60% of their diet from ultra processed foods. And with that, we are wrapping this thing up. That was 21 underrated fat loss tips. Hopefully you were able to get a little value out of this. You know, one or two of those really stuck out to you. Maybe something that you can start implementing today to help you out and help you get closer to your goals. Uh, like I said, if you found some value in this, shoot me a message on Instagram and I can send you the entire PDF that has all 101 fat loss tips for you. And uh, I'll send that over to you completely for free. The other thing, if this was helpful, you could leave a review. That helps me as well to continue to get this out to more people, to continue to spread good information and continue to help others, which is the whole goal of this podcast. And then lastly, if anybody out there is looking for some one-on-one -on -one coaching, you can check out the link in the show notes of this or go over to my Instagram, send me a message and we can have a conversation to see if it's a good fit for you. If not, no big deal, but 
if it is something that you're looking to have help with and you are somebody who's a good fit for the fat loss program, then we will get you going and get you on your way to getting some results. And with that, that is all I have. Appreciate you guys listening and we will see you next week.